Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Broadcasting from the heart of the I Work For Him nation to Christ followers working in cities all over the United States, you've tuned into the voice of the faith and work movement. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. We are your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. That's right, listeners. We are so glad that you have um, tuned the dial in today to connect with us and hear what God has on our heart and the heart of our guest. And But um, just know this, that we uh, love you. We want to share content with you that we've been hearing from other people. So make sure you go to our website, iworkforhim.com, and there you can connect with our blogs, the podcast opportunities that are out there that you can subscribe to, and so much more. Um, that really is the hub of all of the information. So make sure that when you get a chance, when you're not driving your car, when you're not at work, um, on the clock anyway, take a moment and go out there for yourself and see how you can connect. How many people actually punch a clock anymore today? I don't know, Jim. Do they have I... those little clocks that still punch? They do in some environments, yes. Well, speaking Do you want one? I, I don't. Can, I can yeah, install could you get one, one so I can just office? check in? It would always be on. You know? But speaking of punching things, you know, one of the things, as in growing up in a neighborhood, we did a lot of punching between the boys. It, it wasn't really a lot of love. I didn't really do a really good job loving on my neighbors, showing an authentic touch of Jesus Christ to my neighbors <laughs> growing up. But Kathy Branzell's joining us today to talk about bringing bringing an authentic touch of Jesus Christ to every person we come in contact with by the end of next year. All the people we work with, all the people we live alongside, mm. all the people that we go to the grocery store alongside, the people we're commuting in traffic with, fellowshipping with those people in traffic. A shout out to, to Trisha out of Atlanta for that comment. Uh, so... <laughs> We just want to make sure that everybody understands you need to go to love2020.com and just join the movement, a movement of God to bring authenticity back to our faith in this country by loving our neighbor. Perhaps the greatest lesson that Jesus taught us above any uh, any others, Kathy Branzell, welcome back to I Work For Him. Hey, Jim and Martha, good to be back with you. All right, so Love 2020. Yeah, you know, when you started this, when you took over the reins back, was it 15 or 16 you took back over the reins? 2015. 2015. So, you know, back then, 2020 seemed like a long ways off. Now we are literally 11 days away from 2020. <laughs> I mean, that's yep. just staggering. There will be 20 years completed in this century already. It's so unbelievable. Wow. What was the goal? When you started Love 2020, what was the goal? Well, the goal is for every person in America to experience a loving touch, the authentic love of Jesus Christ through a Christ follower. Every person in America. So in 2015, we're like, oh, look, we got all this time. And now, knock, knock, who's there? 2020. (laughs) (laughs) 2020 who? (laughs) Exactly. 2020 still want to love you. So it's great. We're excited, and that is still that's still the goal. And you know, I think we're going to reach it. I really do. So let's talk about that. What kinds of um, accomplishments? What kinds of things have you seen happen as you have, um, and the everybody involved with Love Twenty Twenty has been encouraging mm-hmm. this authentic touch of Jesus Christ. 
One of the most exciting things, I think, is uh, you know, we talk about living the prayer, care, shared lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, we talk about Jesus taught us to pray, commanded us to love, and commissioned us to share. You know, the, the, to live this prayer, care, shared lifestyle. Jesus shared on our calendar 2,000 years ago, and everything else we do is just the, it's the mission field. You know, when we go to work, when we go home, when we go to school, when we go work out, whatever it is. We're just supposed to pray, care, and share the gospel message in one way or another. How, how are we living our faith? What does faith mean to us? So what I'm excited to see is that we hear those words come back to us at conferences and meetings and um, all over the nation. We are hearing prayer care share of people that we've never even met before and uh, uh, seeing it lived out. Well, all, all these different neighboring things. It's awesome. Let's let's talk about that live that out kind of thing. What does it yep. look like to live out a prayer, care, share lifestyle? Give us some examples of prayer. What do you mean? Yeah. So uh, it, my buddy is sitting in Atlanta traffic praying for you. Uh, that's instead of getting mad in traffic, I'm praying for the people in the cars around me. I'm praying for the guy who just almost hit me you know, who, who buzzing by because he's in some sort of hurry. Something's happened in his life. I don't know what I don't know. Instead of getting angry, I pray. Uh, kids acting up, you know, at dinner the other night at a restaurant and the, their parents are just letting them run around the restaurant and do whatever they want. Instead of getting angry, we prayed. I prayed over that family, prayed over those kids' futures. So it, it's that. It's the in a moment of need, instead of freaking out, we pray. Uh, you see someone, you hear something. We overhear people's cell phone conversations every day. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Well, whatever you've heard eavesdropping there, because <laughs> they were talking so loud you could hear them all the way across the uh, the gate at the airport, pray for them. That's a prayer lifestyle. Well, but I would like to add to that that I think the prayer lifestyle goes a little further, like what we talk about on the I Work For Him Nation Covenant, Martha. Yes, um, well, sure. So applying that into the workplace, right. it's praying for the, the co-workers and the employees, the vendors, the customers. Um, same thing like what Kathy was saying. When we interact with people and we see that there is something potentially going on in their life that we have no idea why they either respond some way or act some way or even just you know show up late or miss an appointment altogether. We don't know what we don't know. And instead of just assuming that it was all against us, you know, realizing that they have a life and they have stuff going on in it that we don't know about and praying for those people um, in that moment and and opening up the door for the opportunity to pray with them is really mm. key. Yep. Well, yeah. And, and oh, I, that, that sparks an idea. We should have a 2020 prayer dare. So the prayer dare is whoever in your workplace um, seems to give you the most stress. Whoever in your workplace maybe makes you crazy or or maybe they've changed. You know, maybe something's happened and you're like, what is up with them? They didn't used to be this way. Mm-hmm. So so my prayer dare is um, is for you to pray for them fervently. Mm. Not, oh, Lord, please change them. Not that prayer. Maybe, oh, Lord, please change me in my heart. But really start fervently praying for them every day and see what God does in their life. Oh, that's good. 
That so kind of like the love dare, if you take it like that, it's like you're doing that for the person, you're praying for them, and they may not even know that you are, but lifting them up and saying, Lord, re- either reveal to me what's going on in their life so that I can, mm-hmm. you know, be there for them in it. Um, but, you know, God God is a God of um, softening our hearts in those areas and really helping us to see them like God sees them. But I love the mm-hmm. idea of the prayer dare, because in 2008, mm-hmm. I've been praying for, I had four bosses in 2005 to 2009, and one of those bosses absolutely was a living nightmare, just literally a living nightmare. And I started praying for him and his wife and their three children, who are probably now married, because that was a long time ago I started praying for these kids. And I remember their names, because I pray for these people every day. And what I did, what I saw was, I didn't see his attitude change But what I saw was my heart for him, a very lost person, changed. Mm. My attitude Mm. towards him changed. And when he eventually made a decision that cost the company, that actually caused the company to disintegrate, and we laid off hundreds of people and closed on a project Mm. because of a decision he made, I didn't grow Mm. bitter and angry. I felt bad for him because he thought that he won, but he really lost. Uh, So what's amazing is when you pray for other people, God starts to shape your heart, doesn't he, Kathy Branzell? Absolutely. You know, creating me a clean heart. I, I tend to not ask God why, but I do ask him, could you show me heaven's view? And remembering that everyone's made in the image of God, and God has a plan for their life um, involving his kingdom. So what it, does my attitude, my actions, my words towards them, does that, does that draw them onto the path of the destiny that he's authored for them, or do I knock them off? <laughs> I, I, this, it, I love that I love that give me show me heaven's view it just how does God looking at this whole thing alright you're listening to I work for him as we're talking we're talking prayer care share we're talking love 2020 with Kathy Branzell Kathy Branzell you, you put you did this you did this prayer dare this 2020 prayer dare in the last segment I love that idea let's throw that down again let's throw that down every segment of the show today because I think that needs to be a theme for 2020, for Love 2020. The Love 2020 Prayer Dare. Tell us what that was. That's right. That's right. So whoever it is in your workplace, we can extend it you know, into your life, but I'd like you to keep it in your workplace. Now, remember our workplace, teachers, military, right. uh, wherever you might sell something. If you get to stay home and run a household, wherever your workplace is, the person that really tends to get on your last nerve or causes you the most stress or that you see them coming down the hall and you duck into an office to <laughs> to avoid them. Whoever that person People is. People don't you know, do in the name that. Of Jesus. They did that in high okay. school. They don't do that in the uh, office, do they? That's what they do. Yeah, and that never happens in ministry. But anyway, um, you know, it could be in the church place. <laughs> could be. Whatever that person is, realize you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Ask God to give you heaven's view. Because uh, he sees the end from the beginning. They're made in his image. And so the 2020 prayer there is whoever that person is, you fervently pray for them every single day. Maybe multiple times a day. Maybe every time you see them or think about them. Every time you get an email from them, a text from them, whatever it is, you fervently pray for them. You play, pray God's blessing into their life and that they would live out the destiny he authored for them. And okay, you took the throw down and you just like added a mountain full on it. <laughs> 
Not only do I mean praying. Double dare you, you to double pray blessing dog over them. Dare. That's the double dare. The double dare. dare is to pray, and the double dare is to pray blessing into their life. Mm. This is so good, and so listeners, I just, I, you know, it's a challenge for all of us, and but I am guessing that there is not a person listening that can't think of somebody that this might apply to. And, you know, I, if you because, do, please call us. Yeah, right. We want to hear how, about your life. We want to learn from you. But, you know, I was thinking, Kathy, as you were listing the different um, workplaces, one of the things I think a lot of where a lot of people will find themselves this year, I know that a lot of people get very active around election and, um, you know, they may be volunteering um, you know, door to door stuff, putting out things, you know, whatever it might be, um, there's probably going to run into people that, um, rub them wrong. You know, even if they're on the same, uh, on the same team, um, you know, just people they don't know very well or people that they're get thrown together with and have to work together with. I think I, we can think of so many examples of where, um, we interact with people where this might be really applicable. So I just, I think that for all of us, it's a great idea yeah. to apply it in 2020. So that's the 2020, love 2020, double dog prayer dare. Uh, and, and and you got to you got to do it because I mean I, I love the idea we're going to pick somebody who absolutely drives us crazy at work or at home because you know around the Christmas table coming up next week this is something that you know there's gonna be mm. some arguments around the Christmas table especially if it gets to politics holy smokes oh, uh, but it, it, but it could just be about the price of gas you never know what it is but that that prayer dare I love it Kathy mm-hmm. Brandsell okay but this is part of a whole lifestyle. Yeah, Kathy, so the next one is care. So let's talk about that. What does care look like in the prayer, care, share lifestyle? And and to keep it very simple, you know, uh, we're told biblically to look to others' interests even above our own. And and so uh, sometimes the things that irritate us most in the day is when um, somebody's interests have impeded upon ours. Uh, and and so what is it that you could just do to express loving kindness, to step back and let someone go in front of you, to just uh, smile at people? You change the chemical balance of, of, of a person's entire body. Uh, everything inside of them changes when you smile at them and walk by. So what if you just saw somebody who needed an extra hand, who needed a shopping basket, who needed a cup of coffee, who needed some childcare, whatever it is, what if you just said in your prayer time every morning, Lord, show me at least one person today that I can show the love of Jesus to. So talk about that for a minute, because I know you do a lot of studying and you love to study um, about the brain and how God, yes. So you just mentioned something that I'm really interested in. When we smile at someone, we actually can influence their whole being. Absolutely. And it's been shown over and over again that being in a room together, that your brains, uh, kind of the chemistry of your brain sink. And so think about that. If somebody comes in in a great mood, picture yourself around a board table or, you know, just a a conference room table or your break room, your teacher's lounge, whatever it is, and somebody comes in in a great mood and they get you laughing and they tell a funny story, they compliment what you're wearing, they 
tell you something great that's that's happening or going to happen, then you feel better. You're like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now turn that table and think about the grump who walks in, you know, <laughs> negative Nancy, here she is again, and she's got something to, she's, you know, her spiritual gift is, is criticism. Mm. Yay. Uh, you know, that kind of, and so If you feel that, that's your spiritual and, gift, please and, don't tell anybody. <laughs> yes, yes, if your spiritual gift is criticism, please. And so think about that. The whole room will jump in because, you know, birds of a feather. The yeah. Psalms one tell you, be careful about the company you keep. So, what if you became the smiling face and the good news person that walked into the room? And make you, them you, wonder what you, you're you, thinking, too, when you're smiling exactly. all the time. <laughs> Have them wonder what you're yeah. thinking. So, you know, you. That's right. So let, let's, I mean, not only that, let's just add some very specific work examples. So one of the things that, or neighborhood examples, one of the things that I love doing is just being, you know, if you're going to work outside, Work out front of your house for a while. If you've got a project to do, work out in your driveway. Like I'm building a barn door for Martha this year for Christmas uh, for her office. Do it out front so when people are walking by, you can greet them. Just, I mean, then yep. go out of your way. But in the workplace, really look for opportunities to just interact with people. And there's people mm-hmm. that you work alongside all year long that uh, that don't have anywhere to go for Christmas. They don't have family they're going to go see. It may be too mm-hmm. far away. Maybe you work for people that work with people that moved in from out of the country that can't afford to go home. Invite these people into your home for your Christmas celebration, Christmas Eve church service, which that may really freak people out. If you don't want to freak people out, maybe that's step two. But look for ways to just be nice. You don't have to buy them a gift, but to really be nice to them. Go over and above what your job requires you to do and just mm-hmm. love on people in a way that people are like, why are you doing this? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's. But I will tell you, let's go back to the Christmas Eve thing. Yeah. Because yeah. the research says people want you to invite them to church. Mm-hmm. They oh. want to go, but they don't want to go sit by themselves. They want to know somebody there. And so I, I think that Christmas Eve service. Um, is an incredible time. And if not, then somewhere around the Christmas season or beyond in January, maybe they've made a New Year's resolution, they're going to go to church, mm-hmm. but they're saying, God, what if what if somebody's prayed this? God, if you want me to go to church, you'll have somebody invite me to go with them. And you could be the answer to that prayer. Exactly, because people don't want to go sit alone. Yep. You know, I was, I, in fact, I just uh, did a blog a couple weeks ago, and that was one of the things I talked about was the fact that um, people are more likely to go to church on Christmas Eve than any other time of the year. So, you know, this is your opportunity. And if you don't ask them, they can't respond, you know. So um, this is an opportunity when the door might be wide open for them to go, yeah, I'd really, I would consider going on Christmas Eve because it's Christmas, of course. So um, that's a great way to show that you care and inviting people into your life a little bit. So we've got the Love 2020 Double Dog Dare Prayer Dare, Double Dog Prayer Dare, that just start praying for that person that annoys you the most at work or in your neighborhood or in your family and see how your how you gain a a show a heaven view a heavenly view of that person i like that uh, I, I didn't say it real well but i like that mm-hmm. but then we go ahead and look at caring for people sometimes caring for people who just all of us are surrounded by people who just can't do everything for themselves like they used to 
look for opportunities to do that. But Kathy, this is the whole reason behind doing all of these intentional things is to get people sharing the hope that we have within us, Jesus. Right. Absolutely. And make sure you make that connection because we're not just do-gooders, we're mm-hmm. God's doers. That's what I, you know, there's a whole lot of people out there that are do-gooders, you know, that are all about the, um, you know, whatever the social agenda is, or they're just trying to be good people, you know, but why would you go out of your way to do this for me? Why would you buy me a present? Why did you bring me a cup of coffee? Why are you, do you smile at me and, and recognize me as a human being? I mean, that, that's a huge piece. There are people walking this planet who every day get up and think they're invisible and nobody would care if they disappeared today. Okay, so that Just, was that was a, we're not we're not do gooders. We're God doers. We're God, Is that what you? We're God. We belong to Him. We're God doers. They're not just hearers of the word, the doers of the word. Kathy Branzell, let's restate that double dog prayer care dare prayer dare share prayer love twenty twenty. <laughs> what did you call Help that us. again? Help us out, Kathy. Easy for you to say. No, it's not. Um, Oh, my goodness. All right. So the 2020 prayer dare is for you to take the person in your workplace who just uh, brings you the most stress, might cause you to run and hide, you know, in the janitor's closet or uh, hide under your desk when you see them coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that person that you sigh heavily when you get an email from them because you know it's going to be stressful. Whatever that situation is, you pray for them. You pray fervently them every day not lord change them but give me heaven's view to see their your image in them lord and that you have authored their destiny and help me to be a person that keeps them on the path walking towards you doesn't knock them off with my you know pointy elbows and uh, my attitude mm-hmm. now the double dog there is you pray fervently for them every day and you ask god to bless them Hmm. Ooh. So good. We're talking pray for our enemies. Pray for those who persecute us. What's that whole Jesus yes. thing going on here? So I have an idea. Yeah. I just want to encourage our listeners that if you take this dare, we want to hear from you. We want to hear yeah. what God does. Um, he mm-hmm. is He is going to amaze and surprise and delight you. And so we want to hear from you. And you can go to our contact page on our website, iworkforhim.com. And they, you can go there and send us an email on our contact page, or you can call our listener line. But my guess, that's only a minute recorded. Um, well, so if you can't share it all, we want to make sure so, we connect with you. So let me do the throwdown even bigger. Uh, okay. If you're willing to take the Love 2020 prayer dare and pray blessing over the person at your work who drives you the most crazy, call the listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. 866-713-9675. And we will pick one of you that calls in to say, I'm taking the prayer dare, the Love 2020 prayer dare. We'll give you, one of you will win a copy of Kathy Branzell's book, An Apple a Day. Aww. And you can give it to your favorite teacher in your life. So I've got one of those copies sitting right here in the studio. I think that'd be a great way to give away. It'd be 
great. You won't have it in time for Christmas, but it'll be a great thing for you to give away right after Christmas. After Christmas. Well, because, yeah. you know, school will be closed, they could say, oh, I'm bringing this in at the beginning of the year to help that's you right. start off your <laughs> year. So. We'll give you a gift <laughs> to give to your favorite. That's right. That's right. That's right. We'll give you a gift to share with your favorite teacher in your life. Okay. Love it. So we got prayer. We got care. We've talked a little bit about share, but it's all about the share, Kathy. It's all about the fact that we're pouring, we're praying for people, we're pouring our lives into people so we get the opportunity to let them know why we are doing what we are doing, to let them know that yep. Jesus is behind the energy in what we do. How, what does that look right. like to you? Give us an example of, of that. Well, it, and let's just talk about sharing, too. So letting people know that faith is a big part of your life, just having Jesus conversations, and that doesn't mean bringing, you know, your ginormous family King James Version Bible um, you know, that weighs 90 pounds to the office and putting it out, you know, in the, in the lounge and saying, let's, let's talk Bible. It, these are daily conversations. You know, I can think of some that, uh, uh, I could have with you. Um, things like, you know, so Jim and Martha, Martha, you've, uh, traveled like I think a million miles this year. Uh, and so you're talking to your workplace person who, who travels a lot. Yeah, I think you've traveled like a million miles this year. I've really been praying for you um, while you're on the road and praying for your family while you're gone. Hey, um, what's one of the neatest things? What's one of the most amazing sites uh, or places that you went this year and, and why? Hmm. So they start answering and then you say something, you know, they, they mention the Grand Canyon, Niagara Falls, uh, the Redwood Forest, you know, the Gulf Stream waters, whatever. So, you know, this land oh, is your land. And, you know, and okay. isn't, isn't God an amazing creator, you know, yeah, or right. maybe it was just the sunrise this morning on your way into work. And, and it, it it's not an uncomfortable conversation, but if, you know, Jesus is a part of your day in and day out, um, with you always, never leaves you or forsakes you. These are easy conversations to have. Yeah. You can say to your workplace people, um, you know, I pray for, for all my coworkers. Is there a specific prayer request you have in 2020 that I could be praying for you? Mm. That's a great one going into the new year because it, you could really transition. A lot of people are thinking about like goals or things that they want to do in 2020 and turning that into yeah. a prayer conversation is yeah. pretty easy. So Kathy, let yep. me, let and those people come back and talk to you about faith. Yeah. yeah. When, when they're at a low point in their life, they mm -hmm. will talk to you. They will come to you for prayer. They will come to you because life sucks and you're the only person they know that has hope. And they mm -hmm. will open that door. So let's let's talk about that. Jesus did this parable that most people, well, actually everybody in the United States of America uses the word Good Samaritan, uses the words Good Samaritan. Mm -hmm. right. Jesus used that to teach us a lesson about our neighbors, loving mm -hmm. our neighbors. I mean, and when Jesus was asked by the religious freaks, hey, what's the number one commandment? Well, Jesus summarized all of the law and prophets in this, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second greatest commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. Why is this, Kathy Branzell, that loving our neighbors is so hard? Oh, because Satan's a liar. And so he's made us believe it's hard. He's, you know, we, we've dug into the selfishness of ourselves. Um, it's not convenient. I don't know what they'll think. 
and, and when when everybody wakes up every morning and just wishes somebody would love them, that somebody would show kindness. In in a world right now, in an American culture right now, where we're devouring one another, um, and our preferences, our politics, our opinions, it, it, it's so refreshing just to have somebody be kind to you. And so, going back to the parable you said, or the the commandment, love the Lord with all your heart, soul mind and strength i can't read your heart i can't read your mind i can't read your soul but i do see your strengths your strengths is your actions and so going and showing that love from the overflow of the heart the mouth speaks and the feet go and the hands give and so your actions your strength are the only thing your neighbor sees that reflects your all love heart soul and mind So, Kathy, just talk to our listeners for a minute. If they are, you know, maybe they haven't been hearing our conversation or maybe they haven't um, engaged with the Love 2020 um, conversation, what can they do? How can they learn more um, in a, a, tell them about your website. Yeah, so just go to love2020.com. We have all kinds of resources there, Um, past conversations. We put the links up for all of our radio shows. Our I Work For Him radio shows are there. You can listen to all our past conversations. I mean, uh, Jim can probably name the number, but we've done dozens and dozens and dozens of these shows. I love them. Mm -hmm. And so they're all there. And just learn how instead of an angry divided, hateful, hurtful lifestyle, how you can be counterculture and live a precursor lifestyle. I love it. And listeners, go out to love2020.com to get a good feel for that. And and if you want to join that or and you want to do it on an I Work For Him flavor, just go out to iWorkForHim.com and click on the I Work For Him Nation flag, which doesn't pop up anymore, Martha, during our, our 50-50 campaign, but they can go where on our website to find the I Work For Him Nation covenant. They just go to our resources and join the nation. Join the nation. Okay, Kathy yes. Branzell, it's the 20th of December there's a movie coming out today. I've heard of it before. Uh, let me think. Um, Star Trek. No, stars. No. Star, Star Wars. Got another there movie go. coming out today. What? You are a Star Wars freak, and, and I yeah. love Star Wars. And what? What is? what is the attraction to Star Wars? You know, it's, I. well, okay, I can only speak for me. It's the story. It. I love knowing people's stories. Uh, it, it's why I can listen to anybody because I want to know about you. And I think there's the fantasy piece. There's the technology piece. There's the, wow, uh, if only, you know, we could travel in a land speeder instead of sitting in Atlanta traffic every day. Mm-hmm. There's all of that. But it's really the lifetime of Skywalker. It's really the good versus evil. Uh, there's so many pieces to this, but there's a storyline. There's hope. There's, um, you know, the, the little bit of rebel in all of us of of wanting good to overcome the dark side. Mm-hmm. And so it's fun. And I think it's funny that every year when Star Wars comes out, it's the day I get to be on the show with you. <laughs> it, it, Imagine it, it, that. It's like we planned it, but we didn't. We didn't. We didn't, but it makes you a happy camper. That's right. (laughs) So are are, are you going to be in the theater today to see the movie or or this weekend? No, I will be there. 
Yep. Opening day, got to be there. Yeah. Do that I for all of them. I you don't know? think I'm going to fight the opening crowds. Maybe we'll get it done before Christmas is over. All well, right. I just don't want anybody to ruin it for me. But, okay, so yeah. here's your prayer thing, because um, we're encouraging this month for people to be praying specifically for arts, entertainment, and media that particular workplace mountain of arts, entertainment, media, because there's all of these Christmas parades and pageants and shows and, you know, at the schools and at theaters and all of these things and movies coming out. December is a huge movie month. Yeah. And so, um, and concerts and everything else. So be praying into the specific workplace of arts, entertainment, media. This, this month. Just the Hallmark Channel alone has 7,000 Christmas movies with all the same ending. But you can watch them hey, all hey month now. long. Hey, now. Oh, 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 you're going to get hate mail now. Oh, no. <laughs> I wa- when, we were on, when we were on our trip in November, I think we watched like 15 of them, so it was okay. You were a good sport. I was yeah. a good sport. Martha yeah. loves Christmas. I like Christmas, and the, the, some of the movies are actually uh, good. You know, I was just thinking for the listener, it could almost be like a New Year's resolution. You know, if somebody's looking for what can I do differently, what can I change, how, what kind of goal can I set in 2020, what a wonderful goal to set to say, I am going to pray for um, this person that this I've person selected that drives you and, crazy so, at work. Um, and see how God uh, works out the details. So. That's just one way to look at it. Jeff. Kathy, we'll have to work on your web person to get that on your website. The Love 2020 <laughs> Double Dog Prayer Dare. That's right. I think we'll we got to do that. There. That's right. I'll talk we'll to Dave about there. it. I'll, yeah. get, I'll talk to Dave I about it. I think we just, we just, yeah, we just got an email from a Martha B. <laughs> uh, she's accepting that challenge. <laughs> and what coworker should I pray for? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as though. All right. Okay. I'm feeling the mic here. I'm going to take over. Go for because it. Because we, we've done this in the past where we turn the table, we turn the mic. And I get to ask the questions one year. You let me do it the whole time, but I think it scared you. But in these last few minutes, I I do have some questions for you. We kind of touched on the whole idea of New Year's resolutions and strategy. I am a strategic person. I'm a goal setter. But every year, God gives me a specific word. Every year, I pray up through the fall and say, Lord, tell me what the word will be for next year. And it has something to do with something he wants to show me in life. And it never turns out the way I think it will. So I don't even second guess him or try to figure it out. But he gives me a word to focus on, to study, to pray into every single year. Do you and Martha have a word each year? And if you do, what was your word for this year? Wow. Mm. So... I will start um, a couple of years ago. So I have I've been um, stalled on a word because I think God's been trying to teach me a lot. And I'm praying that he's giving <laughs> me a new word for next year because I hope that I'm ready for it. Um, my my word for the last couple of years has been equipped. No, I say I said that wrong. Qualified, qualified, because I, you know, we did not have a plan to be um, doing what we do today with I Work For Him. I didn't go to school to be a talk show co-host with my husband. I, and so this um, place that we find ourselves, I, w- I really struggled with whether I was qualified mm-hmm. to do um, what we are doing today. And yet, while I believe in a lot of ways, I don't, um, I still don't 
say, oh, I'm qualified to do this. I accept that God has qualified me for it. And Mm -hmm. um, I own that and I see that as my assignment. And so that is, that's that's really the word that I've been living in for the last couple of years. And I, it's funny that you asked that question because just as we were talking about prayer, care, share, I was thinking about that very concept of, of hoping that people maybe would embrace even one of those words as their word for 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I, I don't, don't have what that word is for me going forward, but that's been my word for the last couple of years. Qualified. Mm, that's good. And listeners can do that. You know, I want to encourage you. You make goals. You have to write strategic plan, but just, you know, pray into it for mm-hmm. the next several days leading into New Year's and say, Lord, just give me one word. Yeah. One word. Yeah. Jim, do you have a word? You know, I don't think it's a one word. I think it's two words. But I think I could put it into one, summarize it into a redirection. Um, but really, it's more, you know, that great movie, Any Which Way But Loose with Robert. It wasn't Robert Redford. It was, um, uh, who was the mayor, uh, the actor mayor? Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. He did it with the orangutan, and it was uh, right turn, Clyde. Uh, and, and that's really where I feel like God is saying, right turn. We've been heading down a path. And we've had a lot of people speaking to us that we're going to take a right turn off that path and that things are going to look different for our work for him in 2020. We don't know what that looks like, but we know that we're going to have a a much more heavy focus on digital media, not just radio, Mm -hmm. uh, but just right turn that we have to trust him to go in a completely different direction than where we've been going yet still mm-hmm. lifting up what he is doing in the workplaces of this country. Uh, but right That's turn, right. I think, is the word. And that, and, and you got to be in my mind to know that I've watched a lot of movies and that <laughs> when, when he'd say that to resonates. the orangutan, right turn, Clyde, and he'd stick his fist out the door and knock the guy out that was looking in the doorway. Um, see, neither of you girls ever watched that movie, did you? But our listeners are no. appreciating yeah, it right now. Just type in, go yeah. to, go, yeah. just Google right turn, I, I, Clyde. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, it doesn't take a sock in the jaw to get you to turn. So oh, no, <laughs> Miss Shirley Dobson, yeah, so here's a word over you. So Miss Shirley Dobson always says, where God guides, he provides. Mm-hmm. So I know when he says right turn, you'll be equipped you you will be qualified um, because he will he will guide and he will provide. That's awesome. I mm. love that. Well, listeners, I want to encourage you to just pray into a word this year. So, so let me ask you another question here. So, name at least one new lesson that God taught you this year, and if you're comfortable sharing, um, if you're comfortable doing so, share how or the circumstances that surrounded that one new lesson, that standing stone lesson um, that you're going to carry with you from this year. <laughs> oh, Jim is laughing. Wow. You must have one you're thinking. No, yeah, I don't. He I should actually, go first. I should go first. Mm. One new wow, lesson. the pressure of the, and now I feel the pressure of the radio time clock I mean, counting down. I, I, could I come up with one lesson? Just pick one. I don't I know. I, I'm, I'm like totally out of blank. This Have is you learned most, anything this year, Jim? I've learned so many things this year. <laughs> I, I, I will tell you that I have learned that God is bigger than I ever imagined, and that I'm humbled mm. by the fact that he's asked us to do what we're doing. And I have learned that all the busyness in the world, all it does is make me exhausted, and that I, that I, have, I really need to be more quiet. But I haven't learned mm-hmm. it yet. I just know that the guy keeps yeah. saying, you need to be more quiet. You need mm-hmm. to be, be more still. quiet. Be mm-hmm. still. That mm-hmm. is not something that Jim Brangenberg does well, the be still thing. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. is something that He's I need to do striving. more. 
Mm-hmm. That's Cease good. striving. That's, that's a good. that's a good way to put it. And I would say for me, um, one of the things that I have um, been practicing a lot this year and. Uh, again, I think that all of these are things, you know, when God works in our lives, I don't think we get to the, okay, wipe, you know, brush off my hands. I'm good. I got that one and I move on. You know, I think that he gives us pr- opportunities to practice once again. Mm. But for me, it's um, hope, oh, holding things loosely in my hands and mm. saying, God, this is yours, not mine. And um, what do you want in this situation. And for us, a lot of the time, that's our time and our energy, but it also can be ideas. It can be, sometimes it's even dreams, you know, and saying, Lord, what is it you want me to do with that dream? And um, I find that it has been very helpful for me to actually hold my hand open when I'm praying about it and saying, God, you know, I'm, I'm letting it out there again. My human nature is to take it and grab it. Um, but hold it loosely and uh, see what God wants to do, not what Martha has in, in mm, has intentions. That's good. That's good. All right, real quickly, you talk to people in all sorts of workplaces. You've been to all kinds of workplaces. Name at least one workplace that you'd like to learn more about. <laughs> I think for me, one place I would like to learn more about, I guess, Really, it's um, funny, just the idea that you were just saying, this is the month to pray for arts and entertainment. I think that's an area that we often overlook as a workplace. For some reason, when it's entertainment, we don't, we, you know, we hear behind the scenes how hard it is, but yet we don't really understand it. And I guess that's an area um, that I, I would like to learn more about. And I want to really learn more about government workplaces. You know, I, I, I don't understand the government worker that well because that's never a world mm-hmm. that I could work mm-hmm. in because I'm not a compliance person. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So that is something I want to work on. But I, I, I can tell you that one of the things that God is really asking us to focus on is lifting up women in the workplace more than we've done mm-hmm. in the past, do it even more in 2020 because there are 55% of the workforce is women and we've actually developed a sub-brand called She Works For Him. And, and how, how do we minister to those ladies learning to live out their faith vibrantly in their workplace? Mm. That's something I really want to work on in 2020. Kathy Branzell, you turned the tables. We loved it. We always love having you on the air. We look forward to the, the sequel to the, the, next month when we hear about Star Wars and all of the incredible spiritual insight <laughs> you got from watching Star Wars tonight. And and we're, we're so grateful for your partnership, and we can't wait to see how many people take the Love 2020 Double Dog Prayer Dare. Kathy Branzell, thanks for being on I Work For Him today. Thanks. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace. It's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work For, for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him Nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iworkforhim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iworkforhim and online iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.